Hello, this is Musically Cogitating, a show asking and answering important questions about music, the people who make it, and discussing about how all of that continues to impact the way that you and I go throughout our daily lives. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. And if you've listened to every episode so far, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. I am the host of this here podcast, this here musical show, Siad Wells. If you could go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchasers, or Spotify, I would really, really, really appreciate it. We are coming up on the end of this here series, right? The series where I'm exploring, I'm taking you on tours, I'm taking you on audio tours of of musical spaces. I'm I'm telling you about the magic that you find in each of these spaces. And then after today, there's going to only be one episode left in this series. Womp womp womp. I know, I know. You're very sad that the series are in, is ending, but there will be, of course, many, many more episodes and series to come. And I think that moving forward, if I find or identify any sort of new musical space, I will definitely do an episode about that that space and about my relationship to it, our relationship to it as music listeners, as people who make and create music and art and all of that wonderful stuff. My hope is that you too find magic in these spaces as you go throughout them and as you use them in it and that it really makes you consider and think about how music shows up in each one of these various different spaces and in these contexts. And today is no different because I want to talk about sacred or and or religious spaces, which are spaces that are very important to me as a you know person of faith, a religious individual, someone who has done many podcasts about that uh, in in other podcasts that I run and do. And so I don't want to necessarily talk about what happens in them so much in regards to religion, but just to sort of give you a brief overview of how music sounds in these spaces and how a lot of people experience music in these particular spaces. I've talked a lot about how some of my earliest musical experiences began in my my church my religious space, my space of faith. And I was in, you know, I was in the choir at my church and my mother was the director. And that's where I really, really learned a lot about music. I remember being in that choir from my earliest memories at five. <laughs> so we'll say five up until I was probably, I want to say like 13 or so. And that's a really long time to be to be in a choir, to be making music with people in this really organized way. And, you know, while I was in choir, while I was doing that in this space, I learned how to listen (laughs) to music, how to hear music, how to clap, uh, clap on rhythm, how 
to do all of these sorts of things. But the most important thing I, I learned was how to make music with other people. And that's something that a lot of people don't have the privilege of of doing or, or getting to do anymore. But I grew up in a place and during a time in which that was really important to my community. The ability for young children, for teenagers, for young adults to be able to learn about music and to, and to make music together. And a lot of people say that, you know, oh, because people don't do that anymore. People don't really know, you know, for instance, how to read music because there are not these hymn books that they they read music out of while they're attending a service or that you know they don't know how to just make music together because they've never been able to experience it but I got to do that from a very early and a very young age and that that I think for me I could have only done that and learned that in that particular space and you know you may or may not know but the history of sort of Western music as we know it, particularly classical, but a lot of the, the genres that exist today, uh, a lot of that in the Western world came from, you know, religious and sacred spaces. And if you ever have the privilege of taking a music history class, or maybe even I never took a music appreciation class, but I've taken many uh, a music history class. And in those classes, you learn about how early music was almost exclusively some sort of religious music or was made in some sort of sacred context. So there was no what some people still refer to as secular music. There was there was only sacred music. And, you know, the idea was that that was where people were and, and you know, music served this particular function and it was to be in this space and to be a part of you know religious gatherings and things like that and of course now it's different and that's really great but it's just so interesting to think about that is that is kind of where music uh in the western world began and you know where it is now and it's still really really interesting about how you know there are these spaces were built for this function you know you see pictures of all of these like really old churches in europe and you know in the united states where i am and you know it's really beautiful there's this uh there's this marble and the sound just sort of reverberates back and forth and there's these these churches have really really high ceilings and they're just really large and you know, when you go in there and you hear music, it is just so amazing. Like it moves you in a way that you never thought you could be moved. And the the purpose or the goal uh, or, you know, when you're moved, it's not so much because of what they are saying. It's, it's more because of how you are hearing it. And that has to, again, do with the sound that comes from these spaces the de the design of the sound and it is so unique and so similar to a lot of these spaces that they're they're like recording softwares that have sort of presets or things that you can do to 
make your recording that you make, you know, like me in an office in, in my, in my office, in my apartment, that it can make it sound as though you're recording this in a cathedral in 17th century, you know, Europe. The sound is that iconic. And I think that that is so so interesting and so special that these buildings have such a unique sound and they are designed to you know move us and to make us feel a certain thing and we don't all feel the same thing when we hear it but you know we can be moved and that because that is because of the design and the thoughtfulness and the intention that goes into the creation of a particular space and another thing that I often think about is that there are a lot of people that I know who might not consider themselves to be religious or spiritual in any sense but they continue to listen to music that is produced or comes from sort of a religious or sacred or spiritual experience and tradition and it's because of you know again not what the intention necessarily was behind the music uh, but it is because of how it makes them feel and they just really enjoy how that makes them feel and I think it's really special that music can have that sort of effect on people right I mean because ultimately that's what I love talking about right is like how music affects people how it affects the way that we go throughout our lives, how it affects the way that we we make decisions and choices about our lives. Like music does that for us. And for some of us, you know, that happens in a sacred and a religious space. And for others, it doesn't. And that's totally great that we get to have all of these various musical uh, experiences, regardless of maybe the intention of the space or the context, but that it just happens. And that I think is really, really beautiful. I'm not thinking that you will, you will listen to this episode and suddenly want to go to a service and sit through for that, if that's not something you're interested in. Um, but is it is to really share, you know, the various contexts of how these spaces, right, shape our music how these cathedrals with these huge pipe organs I mean that these things that are just so so large and so massive that it is almost uh, impossible to understand the scale of like how that is that is so interesting and it's so important and so maybe you will go to hear an organ recital and to and to just hear how the organ interacts with that particular space because yeah like the organ it has to be in that space right yeah like I can have a small uh sort of keyboard style small organ in my apartment but I can't have a pipe organ in here right like that has to be usually in a church and so I think you know the organ is sort of this perfect example of a an instrument that is almost exclusively played in a religious space right in a sacred space but you can still listen and hear you know and it be moved the way that you are sort of because of the space and maybe not because of the space so just just think about those spaces if you've ever been to one if you haven't maybe 
go listen to an organ recital <laughs> or something or maybe just watch a youtube video about you know religious spaces and sacred spaces and the way that music interacts with them sort of again not necessarily married to religious music or sacred music but just that music happens in those spaces of course it wouldn't be this podcast if i didn't recommend something for you to listen to and this week i'm recommending november by lydian collective which is of course jazz so don't forget to follow the podcast on social media and the website i really really appreciate it and of course sign up for the newsletter and as i mentioned i would really appreciate it if you could give this podcast a like or a rating positive or negative i appreciate any feedback that you have for me and you can support the show in the various ways using the buy me a coffee or buying a book through our bookshop link so that is all i have for you today i will be back very very soon with the next episode of the musically cogitating podcast until then